the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Love in general is not esoteric, it's not metaphysical, it's not metaphoric, meaning love is something that we can all relate to, something that we can all experience, is in the realm of human experience. It is practical, it is physical, it is palpable. Now, this is again what Jesus is referring to in John 13, 34 to 35. Looking at it again, John 13, 34 to 35, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you love one another. By these, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. John 15, 9 also says, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. Wow. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Wow, that's profound, isn't it? That's profound. That's profound. That's just beyond human mind. It's beyond imagination. It's beyond comprehension. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Wow. Jesus is saying, or in other places said, I have sent you just as my Father has sent me. All that the Father has given me, I have given to you. When we think about this word, it's like, wow, really? 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 We cannot understand it with our mind. Because it's beyond our mind. We cannot tap into it with our human thinking. It's only by the Spirit of God that we can have a revelation of it. And having a revelation of it, then we can experience it. I have loved you even as my Father has loved me. It's profound, beyond human mind, beyond human imagination. This is what the Holy Spirit means when Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 3.19, to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, which surpasses knowledge. The love of Christ has to appear to you, has to be revealed to you. And Jeremiah the prophet, Jeremiah the prophet will say, the Lord has appeared to me of old. The Lord appeared to Israel of old. Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. The Lord has to appear to you. The love of God has to appear to you. And that love is saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. With loving kindness, I have drawn you. Now, even though the love of Christ is profound and beyond human comprehension, it's palpable, it's visible, it's practical. It is possible for the natural man to enjoy the physicality of the love of Christ. Let me say that again. Yea, even though the love of Christ is profound and beyond human comprehension, it is still palpable, it is visible and practical. It is possible for the natural man, for anyone, for that matter, to enjoy the physicality of the love of Christ. Judas Iscariot, Judas Iscariot enjoyed this, just being in the company of Jesus, but he did not know it. He did not know the love. He enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. The prodigal son 
enjoyed it when he was home. He enjoyed the love of the father. But of course, when he left home, he could not enjoy it anymore. He missed it. He had to go back to it. Now, even the brother who stayed home, even though he was home, he wasn't enjoying it. I'm sorry, he was enjoying it, but he wasn't experiencing it. He didn't know it. He didn't know the heart of the father. So when his brother returned, he was fussing and grumbling and complaining and whining, you know, and just tossing and saying all kinds of things. Why are you loving him? Why are you doing this? Even me, home, you haven't done any of these things to me. What about me? I've been serving you. I've been very dutiful. I've been going to the field for you. I've been doing all these things for you. You have never killed a fatted calf for me. You have never done these things for me. What did the father say? My son, all these things are yours. They have, they have, they have always been yours. You could have used them. You could have, enjoy, you could have not just enjoyed them. Actually, he was not even enjoying it. He was not even enjoying it. Maybe enjoy a little bit of it. But he did not know the father, so he did not enjoy it fully. So he was complaining. He didn't know, he didn't know the, the pain in the heart of the father, the joy in the heart of the father. So when the, his brother came, he couldn't understand why his, brother, why his father was rejoicing. He was never in touch with the heart of the father. The sleepless night of the father, he was not in touch with that. The prayers of the father, the heart desire of the father to see his brother come, he was never in touch with that. So when his brother showed up, he couldn't understand what his father was doing. There are people in the church, there are people in the house who enjoy to some extent the love of Christ. But they do not know the Christ in the love. They do not know the Christ in the love. So they cannot, they are not enjoying the fullness of the love of Christ. You can enjoy it but because you don't know the lover. You won't be able to enjoy it to the fullness. And there are people in our own families, those of us who know the Lord, who enjoy, who are enjoying the love of Christ. But they do not know Christ. We still show them love. We still express the love of God to them. They are enjoying the love of Christ, but they do not know him. So even though the love of Christ is profound, is beyond human comprehension, it's still possible for anyone to enjoy it because it is what? Palpable. It is visible. It is practical. So we need to make the love of Christ visible. We need to make his love practical. We need to make his love enjoyable. We need to make his love palpable that others can see, others can touch. The love of Christ. You know there is a saying that what? Love, charity. Charity begins where? At home. Love starts in the family, at the base, where things are real, plain, and clear. At home, in the family, there is no hiding. Some try to hide, but mothers know how to find out what's going on. <laughs> mothers are good at that, you know. The child comes home from school. What do they do? They go to the backpack. They dig into it to try to find out what's been going on. They listen to the conversation. They check their computers to know what's going on. Mothers know how to find out what's going on. They are good at that. So normally in the home, you can't cover up. There are no gimmicks. You can't pretend. You can't act. Or you can't, you know, 
pretend. All of that means that if you are still going to love, if love is still going to work at home, with all the mistakes that you see, with all the imperfections that you see or that we see in each other, if we're still going to love each other in the home, with all the difficulties, with all the imperfections, with all the mistakes, you know, with, with everything, with the nakedness of each other that we know, that we see, if we are able to love at home, in the family, at that base point, we are able to love anywhere. If you can still love somebody that you know very well, you know their you know, absurdities, you know their foolishness. If you can love at that level, if charity begins there, if love can be done there, you can do love any other place. It will not be difficult to do it elsewhere. Unfortunately, many times, love at home is difficult because of the same thing, because of the very things that I just talked about. There are many of us go out and love others. We love them because we don't even know them. That's why we love them. <laughs> we show love to them because we don't know, you know, that they are not so good the way we see them. And they also love us because they don't really know that we are not so good the way they see us. If they were to know us, if we were to know them, we would not be that loving. So may the Lord help us to love in the house, to love at home, to love in the family, for charity, for love to be in us and to be expressed out of us in the family, then we'll be able to love as Jesus commands us to love. So Jesus, in that scripture, John 13, 34, he was talking about the practical aspect of love here. Because the words of Jesus in John 13, 34 to 35 was at a special place. His words were at a special place where John 13, 1, if we read John 13, 1, it says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own, who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Let me read that again. Again, the question is, where did Jesus make those comments? Or where did he say those words? The words, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another that as I have loved you, that you love one another. By these all we know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Where did he say that? When did he say that? What were the circumstances around that time? John 13, 1. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own, who were in the world, he loved them to the end. So this was at the end. This was actually, really, at the very, very end. Amen. This was the night of his denier. This was the, a day before his crucifixion. This was a farewell talk, farewell conversation. From John 13 to John 17, Jesus was talking to his what? His family. He was talking to his family. But I can imagine here, even though the scripture is like, I see it was just the 12 disciples that were there. I believe, um, you know, there were many other disciples around in that place. Amen. Because he was talking to his family. And who are his family? Those that do the will of God. Oh, your family wants to see you. Your brother 
And uh, mother, they want to see you. They are waiting outside. He was busy teaching. And they said, your family wants to see you. Then he looked around, pointing to everyone that he was talking to, and pointing to the people. He said, who are my mother and my brother? These who listen to the word of God and do them, would do the will of my father. This is my family. This is my family. Now, for some of us, that's a little too difficult for us to understand. I hope you know that the family of God, your Christian brother, your Christian sister, is to be loved above your own natural family. Again, these are not simple things that we can just comprehend with our mind. The Holy Spirit will have to reveal that to us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.